1: crazy thing about what they do right is so when you think about cooking cooking's kind of a a, an instant gratification type thing and then you think about baking where it's long game right Mm -hmm. well the the brewing they're three months out they're thinking about what what are they doing three or four months from now like uh for Oktoberfest, they had to get their beers ready for Oktoberfest. they i mean a marzen is traditionally brewed in march right so and that goes into september october so
2: We are going on a cruise, and you're invited to go with us. San Antonio Restaurants has partnered with Tiki Travel Planners to take a group cruise in February of 2024. Join us on Virgin Cruise Line's beautiful Scarlet Lady as we travel out of Miami and enjoy a five-day cruise to the Dominican Republic and Bimini Island. Virgin Cruise Lines serves incredible food and is known to be the Foodies Cruise Line. For more information, contact John and Carrie Weber at thetikitravelplanner.com. That's www.thetikitravelplanner.com.
0: Hey everyone, welcome to The More You Know, The Better It Tastes, the amazing podcast that is hosted by San Antonio Restaurants, where we interview some of the very best chefs and restaurant owners in our communities, and we have another great guest here today, and I am with my business partner.
2: Hi, I'm Alan Williams, and glad to be here, and Susie Lafredo is my partner here, and we just love talking to local restaurant owners and chefs. Just like today, we have Chef Jared Cotone. Jared, welcome. Thank you. (laughs) glad that you're here today. From Dos Serenos Brewery. Yes, Dos Serenos Brewery. Mm -hmm. And here is the Peachtree Rose Marketing Studio.
0: Yes, uh, such an amazing studio. We we have to give them a shout out because, you know, they they really host us in this beautiful space. Um, It has everything that we need. It's absolutely gorgeous. And if anybody out there is looking for any types of services like this, reach out to them. They're great, great, great people. And, yeah, just have to give them a shout out.
2: Great, great. And we are here today with Jared Cotone. He is the chef at Dos Serenos Brewery at 231 East Savallos. Jared, welcome. Thank you, Alan. <laughs> Glad to have you. Yeah. So, Jared is the chef at Dos Serenos and it's such a cool place. It's uh, on East Savio Street. And the great thing about Do- Dos Serenos is, is they have wonderful beer. But, man, you're you're a real chef that makes real food <laughs> and really great, th- great foods and stuff. How, how long have uh, have you been at Dos Serenos? Um We just actually
1: celebrated my two year anniversary there. Yay. Two years, mm-hmm. That's great! So yeah. Another landmark. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it was what, less than a week ago. So, oh
2: wow, very mm-hmm. cool. Well, we want to want to learn all about you. Where where do where are you from? Where where were you born and raised and all
1: that good stuff? Um, so, I am originally from Erie, Pennsylvania. Oh, um, wow! So, if you look at a map and you find. Cleveland and Buffalo, mm-hmm. uh, directly in between there. Um, it's kind of uh, roughly a hundred thousand people. It's a small little city. Yeah. Um, you still have some snow on your shoulder, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I'm, there's a I'm, lot of snow there, right? I've uh, been here for about thirteen years, so there's snows behind me other yeah. than like, the occasional one we this last summer Yeah. But yeah, um, grew up there. Um, the way we, you know, the way I explain kind of the way that the, the food is up there. It's like, you know, how there's, there's the variety of Mexican restaurants here, and mm-hmm. there's one on, on almost every block. Everywhere, yeah. yeah absol- tacos. It's the same thing there, but with little little Italian restaurants mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. pizza and sub shops. And, mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, so it, it's kind of similar um, in terms of, of that, but, like, culturally completely different. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah.
0: So growing up, did you always know that you wanted to be a chef?
1: um i think i i think i knew but i I, (laughs) do you want to be one now (laughs) now i do yeah Yeah. um uh you know now that i think back on it like i was always cooking something Mm -hmm. but i never knew that's what i wanted to do um you know everybody always wants you to be something as you're Mm -hmm. growing up and you try to fit into those molds and uh you know the longer i was in a kitchen the more i realized that hey I, i feel comfortable here i'm i'm good at this like yeah um and eventually I'd put so much time in it. I'm like, all right, well, I guess this is what I'm doing with my life and yeah. kind of double down on it. And at that point, like, um, just seeing the progression and the changes and everything.
0: Is... Yeah. It's so cool, too, that you mm-hmm. now are working in a place where you really have have the ability to create.
1: Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, it's, uh, you know, Mike and Carrie are, are absolutely wonderful. Um, those are our owners, Mike and mm-hmm. Carrie Serino. Uh Yeah. they um, Working with them has been great. They, they trust me and they let me do the things that I want to do for the most part, you know, yeah. uh, within reason. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and so to thank them for that, you know, we just put out a quality product and, and take advantage of, of that opportunity. Um, yeah. Something that I, I tell my guys about, I'm like, we're, we're lucky to work here and not somewhere else. Uh, you know, I especially understand that and am incredibly grateful for it, but um, I, I have a great team too. And they, you know they realize the same thing so um, you know it's just kind of a, a unified mission uh, mm-hmm. you know we want to just put out a quality product and sure. uh, we know what we're there to do and you know nine times out of ten or 99 out of 100 or whatever we could get, get the job done you know yeah, yeah. everybody makes mistakes mm-hmm. in that but uh, yeah. you know I would take my team over just about anyone mm-hmm. right that's now awesome. so, yeah. so cool. that's
2: cool so back in back in Erie uh, is that where you first Started cooking and yeah, because um, I know you're pretty good at pizza. Did you learn how to do that there in, in Erie? Because you said that's that's
1: the thing. It's pizza on every corner. You know what? I actually did not learn that well. No, I did. I I did run a pizza shop, but it wasn't. It, uh, like we would buy in the dough from one of the, the other Italian markets. And okay, build them and had the deck ovens. And not not to the extent that of what I'm doing now by any means, mm-hmm. but, uh, or what I have been doing. I'm, we're not doing any pizzas right now. <laughs> yeah. So did yeah.
0: you cook for your family when you were growing up?
1: Um, not so much. I cooked for my, I mean myself sometimes, uh, but not usually for my family. Um, I, but like when I, when I was 16, I started washing dishes and quickly moved to, a, to a line cook at a bar, mm-hmm. um, that I was working at. And, so that's really when I got in, got, got into you. it. Or, um, you know, I, I remember I would I would always go over to my friend's house and I would cook over there, and mm-hmm. they'd be like, "Yeah, go ahead and make whatever, uh, you know, find what you can." And uh, we'd always put together crazy meals that yeah. were probably terrible. I look back on them, but you know, <laughs> we had fun with it, and that was that was our exploration. Seems good at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. When you're 15 anything, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> anything you know, that you slap it's, together. It's, it's, so, it's
0: so funny. I remember when my, um, anytime my parents would go out, my brother and I, we would like st- you know, go through the kitchen and pull mm-hmm. out all these crazy ingredients and then make something with it. <laughs> just, you know, so yeah, that's, that's fun. Yeah,
2: that's where you get
1: creative.
0: creative right? exactly. exactly.
2: Yeah. How, how about, uh, you're, you're really good with wings now. Did you learn mm. that up there? Because that's, you said you're close to Buffalo, oh, right? Close to
1: Buffalo, yeah. Um, it's, uh, yeah, so we, we actually do a very Traditional buffalo sauce. Uh, I mean, we uh, we do add a couple of things to, to give it our own unique flavor. But yeah, uh, right now the the wings that we're doing are are fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. They are. Uh, we do a twenty four hour uh, citrus brine, uh, and then we roast them and fry them. Um, whereas mm. you know most of the places that you go, they're cooking the wings for twelve to fifteen minutes, all in the deep fryer. So ours are actually roasted first, and then it's too Two two to three minutes max sure. in, in the fryer too. So um, yeah. when they when they come up, they're crackly oh, and, and, and just beautiful I and mean, this golden orange color and they, um, yeah. So we're I, working remem- on- I remember
0: I <laughs> remember the first time I looked at your menu. Um, mm-hmm. We were coming out for brunch. We just said, you know what, we want to go try this this spot. And I remember studying your menu and just my stomach was growling reading the. Um, menu items. And one of the things that I was uh, most excited about was how you uh, infuse the beer that is made on site, but how Mm -hmm. you take this beer and you infuse it into so many of these dishes. And I was just like blown away.
1: Mm -hmm. um, Probably um, at this point, I would say 40 to 50% of all of the things on our menu um, have some sort of beer, wine, or uh, we use Southside craft sodas as Mm -hmm. well. Um, we've done a couple of different things with with their products as well. Oh, wow. So, um, yeah, you look at our menu, and and those components make up probably forty to fifty percent of it at this point. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, the brewery is such a huge part of what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, there's, I mean, we have usually twenty beers on tap. So, yep. when we uh, when we go to select what beer we're using, we have to be very specific about it. Um, um, and actually, sometimes not. Sometimes we just like, for instance, our, our beer bacon, uh, we deglaze it with beer, but we use different beers all the time and just kind of see where the different flavors go. Um, our our beer cheese, uh, we always use two different types of beers. Um, so we'll always use like a like an IPA, something mm-hmm. that that's bitter. Um, and then we'll always use something uh, more um, yeasty or malty as well. Um, so we find that we get more of a broad spectrum of beer flavor uh, and it's not overpowering in, in one direction or another. And, right. uh, uh, yeah, that's it, – it really creates a, a balance in it. And it's it's kind of taken some time to figure out all these little nuances of it as well because, like I said, we have 20 taps. Mike has brewed over 200 beers, wow. I want to say. Uh yeah, so th- I mean, there's always something, something different to, to try out or to pair with, yeah. or you know. Um-
0: yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, well, so we had Mike and Carrie on the, mm-hmm. the podcast a little while ago, and Mike was talking a lot about the process of, of you know, creating these beers, yeah. and it really is an art um, as well, just just like, you know, it's so creative, just like now on the cooking side of, of implementing or, or putting these, it's, the, all of it is just so creative.
1: The crazy thing about what they do, right, is so when you think about cooking, cooking's kind of a, a an instant... Gratification type thing, and then you think about baking, where it's long game, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the the brewing, they're three months out. Wow. They're thinking about what what are they doing three or four months from now? Like uh, for Oktoberfest, they had to get their beers ready for Oktoberfest. They, I mean, a Marzen is traditionally brewed in March, right? So, and that goes into September, October, so. Wow.
0: That's it, so interesting. I've never, I've never
1: thought about that, yeah. but that's so true. Mm, <laughs> true. It, wow. It, for, for me, I'm very, <laughs> yeah. you know, when I, uh-huh. I, I start planning week or two out, you know, food stuff, sometimes, you know, special events, maybe six to eight weeks out. But mm-hmm. uh, they start putting the work in, like, now, and they might not see the results for three months. Right. Uh, they have all these amazing tools that they go in there for and, and use to, you know, make sure that they're on track, but they They're kind of going in blind all the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and a lot of times there's no real way to fix those things if you're that late in the game. There's no backing out now, right? Like if my sauce is too salty, I I can figure out a way to make it less salty. But if they have an off flavor or whatever. uh, They're stuck. Yeah. Yeah let's there goes wow
0: that's so interesting. i've never thought about that we get, mm-hmm. but you're right i mean usually as a chef and and talking to so many chefs that's probably one of the biggest draws that we hear you know that we hear anyway is you know it's that instant gratification mm-hmm. i mean you make something you create something you're putting your heart on a plate and then immediately you see somebody enjoying it and yeah. it's that immediate like ah oh, you know and well,
1: that's how i got to know you guys yeah. I, I like coming out to the dining room and talking to people exactly. and, you know that's that's part of part of it and and uh that's been a part of what i what i do for a while now but mm-hmm. the yeah the beer side like for a second third time and, the, and there's such a learning curve to right. it as well and, and especially for these breweries that go from brewing on a on a homebrew system and then all of a sudden they're making 10 or 20 times that right uh, yeah, there's a there's a huge huge learning curve there and oh, i'm and, sure and, um, it's not like you know if you cook a salmon at home you're going to cook it the same way that you cook it in the kitchen at work, you know, right, or, right. or you can at least. Right. But right. it's a whole different game for them. And sure. it's, uh, you know, working in, uh, I've been working in breweries and f- craft beer for probably, well, like five, five or six years now between yeah. all of the different places that I've been at and mm-hmm. just watching the process and, and learning all that I have is, is, uh, um, also been a big part of my journey. Sure. Um, yeah.
2: Do you like beer? Do you drink beer? Yeah, for sure. So have you, has this gotten you to where you want to try home brewing uh no 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 <laughs>
1: i'm 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 here to to drink the beer i'm not here. <laughs> i'll cook yeah. I'll, I'll cook with the beer i'm uh and you know we've talked to about doing like i don't know if you've ever seen like the pastry stouts or like a cinnamon roll stout or or oh, you know yeah. um or different collaborations like that between our kitchen and our brewery um um and so that's another thing that that is kind of on our radar and seeing if we can figure out some way to kind of make make headway in that regard mm-hmm. as well yeah um,
0: because you can implement the, the or integrate chocolate and coffee mm-hmm. and those kinds of things
1: but and yeah I, I always integrate the beer into the food yes and, and at this so right two years now so now it's time to start going in the other direction and and uh i
2: creating the beer for the food. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm telling them, I want you to, I need you to make one with more cinnamon in it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right.
1: That's cool. I love that. Yeah. yeah. We've kind of tossed those ideas. I mean, we don't have any plans for it now, but you see it at a lot of breweries and stuff. And that mm-hmm. that's going to be, uh, um, you know, something that's on, on my list at least. So,
2: hmm Yeah. Yeah. So did you go to culinary school? I did not, no. So that's, that's really amazing to me because the, the science behind cooking, you can figure it out. Mm-hmm. But to learn how to mix different beers into it, it seems like, I mean, I know you've learned as you went, mm-hmm. but still, it just seems like, I thought maybe it was something you learned while you were in culinary school. Uh, n- no,
1: um, it's it's just one of those things where if, if uh, I've just been doing it, and yeah. I, I'm sure when I first started doing it, I wasn't able to do the things that I am now, you know, and so, right. uh, you know, I used to work at, a, at another craft beer bar where I, I cooked there, but mm-hmm. um, they had 20, 20 taps and – but it was all bought in. So mm-hmm. anytime they would kick it, kick a, a keg or empty it or um, – they would put on a new beer of the same style on that tap. So yeah. so I would go into work some days and there would be six, eight, ten different beers that weren't there the day before. Right, mm-hmm. um, And that was – a lot of fun tasting. The R&D on yeah. that is awesome, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> fun. Um, but, uh, if you ever need any help tasting, just let us know. We'll come and, out and help you. Yeah. And I I understand it because, I mean, craft beer can be daunting to somebody that isn't familiar with it. And that's that's a question that I always ask my cooks, too, is are you familiar with craft beer? Hmm. And a lot of times it's it's no. and But uh, – as time progresses, they start to learn more about it and what they like. And I know what I like. There's certain beers that I like and certain beers that I don't like. And sure. it's taken, taken me a long time to figure that out as well. But uh, it's, yeah, it's just all part of the process. It, yeah. And,
0: and I guess that's part of, um, you know, you, you kind of know you're in the right direction of what you are doing with your life because it's a talent to be able to, you know, know what flavors to put Mm -hmm. together and what's going to taste good together. And, you know, that's all part of that whole creative side of it. It's a talent.
1: Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, and it's something that, that, doesn't really turn off either right mm-hmm. like i go home or or we go i'm anywhere and it's still like oh what if we did this or what if we did that and, <laughs> and, and it i think it drives us nuts yeah you know uh more than anything mm-hmm. but it's all yeah it's always in the back of my head and and um but yeah it's i mean yeah i've been doing this for 20 years now so mm-hmm. it's it's Kind of just autonomously going. And, yep, yep.
0: Or mm-hmm. dream, or start dreaming about mm-hmm. it. Yep. Yeah. We. So I've learned to
1: block that out. I don't know. I don't know how, but the, I don't have work dreams anymore. When I when I first really started, um, I would always have work work dreams. It was very particular, uh, putting crosshatches on my chicken on the mm-hmm. grill, um, and it was always like that. And it, it was always <laughs> lining them up and lining them up. And and uh, I don't think um, you know. Once once I learned how to do that. I then you're like stop. Yeah, yeah. I, but now it's it's. I get home and shut off, and everything. Yeah. but at this point too, um, the work life balance is is where it's it really needs important. to be, and everything. Sure. And mm-hmm. that's yeah. another thing that just you know, fourteen hours, six days a week. People aren't doing that anymore. So yeah,
2: yep. <laughs> yeah I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And so Dos Serenos is open. I know you have brunch on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Is it both Saturday and Sunday?
1: Uh, we actually do brunch. Six days a week, really. Mm-hmm. So every day that we're open, we're I mean, we're closed Tuesdays right mm-hmm. now. Um, but so Wednesday through Monday, uh, from eleven to two, we serve that brunch menu.
2: That's interesting. I didn't uh, know that because yeah, y'all I didn't y'all weren't even open for lunch very long ago. It used uh, to just be weekends and and then at night.
1: I want to say February we started opening for yeah. lunch. Um, I think so. Yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's it every it's. We've come a long way. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: yeah I, I didn't know that either mm-hmm. about the brunch. So, are you, and you guys do quite a bit out there. I mean, you have your patio, and you have mm-hmm. music, and you have all kinds of things.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, we do the the live music on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we're starting to do more events, uh, markets, and things like that mm-hmm. on the on the patio. Um, y- yeah, and especially now that the weather's starting to get cooler, the, yeah. the summer everybody was inside. No one mm-hmm. wanted, uh, you know. And once once the weather started to break. It was like, oh, there's people sitting on the patio again, and yeah. and and we almost weren't used to it, right? Like, how do? <laughs> right. And but, it, you know, as big as as big as our tap room is, that's a lot of ground to cover. So sure. we we're like, oh no, and started yeah. running around crazy <laughs> for a couple of days, and we got it all figured out. But yeah. it, it's it was it was foreign to us to have people sitting outside because mm-hmm. it's been so hot all I summer. Think so mm-hmm. it was a crazy it was a summer. Summer. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Well, Susie, what do you say we take a break here and sure. do a commercial, and then we'll be right back. That
0: sounds perfect.
2: Okay. So, Susie, the San Antonio Restaurants Gold Club is really taking off. It is. I think we have over, what, 85, 86, 87 different local restaurants participating yes. and all kinds of amazing perks that they're giving out for our Gold Club members. Yeah,
0: absolutely. You know, we get asked all the time, where should we go eat? Where should we go eat? Where should we go eat? And, you know, we're all about um, helping people and educating people on local restaurants. And so we decided, you know what? why don't we put a list together of amazing local restaurants and take the guesswork out of, out of it for everyone. So um, these are restaurants that we've been to. These are restaurants that we, you know, we know the, the chefs, we know the restaurant owners, you know, we, we, these are restaurants that we stand behind. Um, And so, you know, if we're saying, you know, Hey, this restaurant is on our list, it's because we believe in that restaurant and we know that you're going to go and have a great meal and have a great time. And so, yes. And these restaurants have been, Unbelievably amazing and fantastic, giving Being these yes, generous yes. yes, giving these perks that mm-hmm. um, where you can go in as a as a Gold Club member, you can go in and get complimentary appetizers, complimentary desserts. You can get you know buy one get ones discounts off your meal. Um, some cases you can actually go in and they just give you something. Um, you know, no purchase necessary. You just go yeah. in and get something. You know, so. Yeah,
2: it's really really nice. So what happens is is you go to either the Google Play Store or the Apple Store, and you search San Antonio Restaurants, and an amazing little app will pop up for you. Susie Mm -hmm. created the app. She did a wonderful Mm -hmm. job on it. And it it gets you, it's an easy way to get to our podcast, an easy way to get to our magazine that we have quarterly. Mm -hmm. Uh, It it gets you to our foodie map, gets you all kinds of great stuff. But it also, that's how you get into the Gold Club, and it's for only $8.88 per month. You can join.
0: Yes, and the cool thing is, is that, typically you use that one time and it's paid for for the month for the and month, you yeah. can use it as many times as you want and you know we really wanted to try to build something that helps everybody you know we understand you know a- as we all understand you know people love to go out to eat the economy is the way it is right now so if you can go and you can actually Try out an amazing new restaurant and get a discount on your food or get something free. It's great for the consumer. But it's also great for a small business. If you're supporting a local business, um, $1 spent at a local business puts about $3 back into the economy. So that's huge.
2: That's right. And that's what we're all about is helping the local restaurants. We want people to break the chain. Get away from going to the same place all the time. Find out who's – you know, these these chefs – they know the local farmer. They know where their meat's coming from. They are mm-hmm. they already, they, they have special orders. They can change their menu when things are fresh. If you go to the chain, that's not happening. It's
0: not going to happen. Yeah. No. Yeah. And lastly, really quickly, just have to mention is that as a Goal Club member, we also have usually once a month, we have an, a really cool event and we have it at a local restaurant. That restaurant, um, is usually what's when they're closed, and they have bites that you can taste. Sometimes they're trying to roll out a brand-new menu, and they want to get the foodies, you know, to try the menu. So That's we right. figure if you're a Gold Club member, you're an and ultimate foodie. And it's only foodie. for the Gold Club members. Only for the Gold Club members, and you get to go and experience something totally different that you would probably not get to experience otherwise. And It's kind of a cool. VIP
2: experience. Exactly, yep, yep. yep. And so, so the way you become a VIP is to join the Gold Club. Join
0: the Gold Club. San
2: Antonio Restaurant Gold Club. All right, Susie, thank you. You're welcome. And we're back here with Jared Cotone. He is the chef at Dos Serenos Brewery. Is Dos Serenos Brewery? Brewing. Brewing. Yes. Brewing. Okay. And I, I, I uh, of course, I know they make wonderful beer. And they are at 231 East Savallos. Is that still called Southtown? What is that area called?
1: Um, Near yeah. Southtown. <laughs> yeah. Or it's, it's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> he said, yeah. <laughs> Southtown. Yeah, yeah. So,
2: so Savallos is, uh Latuna is right on the corner of Cevallos and Alamo Street, and so that's where Cevallos is. Is just up on another couple of businesses, and you get to Dos Serenos. It has uh, a parking lot right in front, and then they also have some paid parking across the street. So plenty of places to go and, and park. Go in there. They have wonderful beer. Mm-hmm. How, how many did you say he has usually? How many different types?
1: Uh, we have 20 taps. 20 so, yeah. taps going all the time. Sometimes mm-hmm. may, we may be lacking one or two just based on how everything goes but yeah
2: yeah yeah and then an amazing amazing menu burgers your burger is one of the best in the city and people don't really talk about it that much i
1: appreciate you saying that yeah it really is excellent. yeah we've uh um been fighting the good fight uh on that um yeah we use incredible ground beef from from dean and peeler so it's it's a Raised in Castroville um, and then processed directly across the street from us. So, Wow. Uh, once they process it, it doesn't get back on a truck. They just wheel it across the street on a dolly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad they're doing the butchering over yeah, there. And right, they don't just it, yeah. Bring the cow through across
2: uh-huh. the street. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, do. You that, have that is fresh.
0: You have such an amazing menu. I mean, the, the lemon ricotta pancakes, a fave. I mean, your grits. <laughs> I, I I mean, unbelievable. I mean, your your um, fries with the with the gravy and the the
1: the, the goat cheese poutine. Yes. poutine. Oh mm-hmm. my
0: gosh, so good. I like I can go on and on. <laughs> I think the last time I was there, I had the um, Moco Loco. Oh yes. Yeah. We've
1: was... we've changed that menu a lot since you've been there. Last. I I need to come. Mm-hmm. I need to come back. So we, t- uh,
0: so, what's your favorite thing to um? What, what's your favorite dish to make or or to eat first, and then to make?
1: Um. So. Anytime I see somebody order the smoked sausage gyro mm-hmm. with a side of mac and cheese, uh, it just it tickles me pink um, because I feel like if I walked in and looked at our menu, that's what I would order, mm-hmm. right? If I didn't know, you know, just blind and was like, okay— um, and I'm like, that person has impeccable taste, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and so the, that was one of the first things that I added to the menu was that, that Giro and then the, the mac and cheese, we've just put so much, le- uh, we know we were talking about the beer cheese, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so it's a beer cheese mac, um, the, that sauce is the base for it. Um, and it, it's, it's rich and decadent and nice and thick and creamy. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I would order, um, if I was telling somebody else about it, I would probably tell them about our uh, our filthy cheesesteak. Oh. Honestly, um, uh, you got to try that. At, at I the, at the dinner, right? Yeah, yes. tell and, me about that. And so, circling back on the Dean and Peeler, um, they uh, uh, all of our beef products come from them, but they um, they provide us with uh, a picanha. Um So normally, when you think about that, you think about the Brazilian steakhouses. They mm-hmm. bring it out on, oh, uh, yes. you know, okay. Uh-huh. Uh, and so it has this beautiful fat cap across the top. Well. Um, we use it for our uh, it's our filthy cheese it, it's a you know our 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 response to a philly um but yeah it's our our big filthy has half a pound of its shaved pecania, marinated in chimichurri uh the beer cheese on top smoked mozzarella uh roasted peppers caramelized onions um <laughs> mushrooms and then uh, our our um signature siren sauce oh my the uh gosh. the calabrese uh, chili aioli okay yeah.
0: that's what i would order mm-hmm. What, yeah. Why,
1: see, why that's, we, that's why do we do this? Tarso? I
2: know, <laughs> I, I
0: know. It's like you're, ki- you, you're you killing didn't bring us here. Food. You sure I know. I know. <laughs> you, uh, yeah. Oh, wow, no, that's
1: that that's really amazing. inventive. Really, it's, really it, crazy. Uh, the thing weighs almost two pounds when it's. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, and we do offer it in, in a in a six inch version as well. Mm. Um But yeah, you, if somebody asks you, do you want the little filthy or the big filthy? You're gonna get the big filthy. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh.
1: You.
2: I guess I, I don't want to say you change the menu often, but you do change the menu every mm-hmm. couple yeah, of months we, or something like that. we go through like that, and, and
1: kind of t- tweak, uh, um, you know, there, um, there's a lot of things that are kind of like flagship at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I've actually been running into that issue. I'm like, I don't know what to take away because somebody's going to be mad if I, yeah. you know. And so my kitchen's only so big, so we have to make business decisions on that sometimes. So which would you so, say
0: are your flagship items that people... Uh,
1: um, of course, our, our, uh, our spicy burger, mm-hmm. the Dostarino Dos spicy oh, yes. burger. Mm-hmm um and that has that siren sauce on it as well that's our like signature sauce at sure. this point or if like you know um and yeah um i don't know it's it's every time we we drop a new menu it kind of changes a little bit uh the gyro of course um it's a it you know the smoked sausage mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. so um with the avocado tzatziki um Wow, not, I don't think I've
0: ever had a sausage gyro before.
1: It, it's it's nice and nice and smoky, and then the the avocado and the tzatziki and cools it down real nice. And then the um, the pita bread, um, anything we do with that pita bread. So it's uh, you know, as y'all know, it's my pizza recipe, right? So y'all have had my pizza before. Mm-hmm. It's my pizza dough recipe, uh, and we make a sourdough pita out of it, um, and we actually use hops from from the garden as well so if you visit if you visit our tap room and you look out on our patio we have the hop vines going all the way across that fence Mm -hmm. um so michael and jacob they will harvest those and then they usually brew a pale ale with it it's called the estate pale ale um, because the hops were grown on the estate estate. Mm -hmm. and whatever they have left over we um we dry out we grind down and we actually use it as a seasoning so we put that in the in that uh, sourdough pita, and then we also do that hop jasmine rice that uh, you were talking about with yes. your mocha loco. Yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. How is, inventive.
2: Yeah. Is, is that fun? I would think that's <laughs> fun
1: for you to invent these new dishes. Absolutely. Um, just trying to figure out, because, I mean, there's, food is is always going to be there in whatever form, so to try to mold it to what we're doing, I guess, makes it, mm-hmm. makes it fun, like, these are the parameters that it has to fit. We have to use these ingredients or we don't, you know, or we make a decision not to, but um, yeah, trying to make things fit into that, that box and, and tie it into the brewery somehow. And mm-hmm. at, at the same time, like there has to be a cohesiveness um, menus and, and kitchens in general are, are little uh, um, ecosystems, right? And mm. You have to find balance in them and um, yeah, tinkering. And, and so right now I'm working on the next menu. So the ingredients that I'm bringing in for the next menu are, all that's going to do is inspire the next menu after that because right. i'm going to look at what I have at the end of the day after doing all of our our prep and and doing our new menus what are we not selling enough of what do we need to utilize in a different way right mm-hmm. and and then so that's where the next one comes from or where are the gaps in, in what we're doing like mm-hmm. um, yeah it's it's <laughs>
0: that's cool so you're constantly creating so it doesn't mm-hmm. get boring ever
1: co- and, and it's it's tinkering right and I, I realize that I, I I do that like I go home and I play uh I play FIFA sometimes mm-hmm. right and I do the manager mode mm-hmm. and I'm doing the same thing with my team right I'm I'm pulling different pieces in and taking different right. pieces away and I'm like I, I guess this is a metaphor for my life at this point mm-hmm. but um it, it there's there's an art form to it that unless you're doing it i think it makes it hard to appreciate but um you know for me it's super satisfying at the end of the day just to yeah look at all the things that we've created and how everything kind of holds together yeah because um, it's it's physical it's a physical space too it has to fit the kitchen um i don't know yeah that's
0: cool. <laughs> so you were saying that, that um and i'm sorry for i remember, but you have a beef uh, pepperoni also yes
1: yes yes uh that's also from dean and peeler um it's actually being cured at Pruski's, if, if, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so they just started providing that back for us, um, and so that goes on the uh, the pepperoni pizzetta. Um, we I, we talked about that earlier, yeah. but mm-hmm. it's uh, you know the, the little pizza. <laughs> I um,
0: need to go get that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so I, I'm so start hungry right now. <laughs> 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 I, <can't. laughs> I need to come out.
2: Jared, you yeah. talked about your your work life balance. I happen to know you have a baby mm-hmm. and another one on the way. Got another one on the yeah, way. So yeah, exciting. congratulations Good on ahead. that. It's it's a, another another blessing coming our way. So. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, what do you do when you're when you're off? You're off on uh, Tuesdays because mm-hmm. you're closed. We're closed. Is are The only day you're clo- you're off. Yes. Okay. Well,
1: I'm usually, um, but I mean, for for me, I kind of split up my days, so okay. I'm not gone away from home for for too long at a time you know the, I, we talked about the long shifts or whatever sure. and, yeah. and, and so I kind of spread my days out and make sure that I can be home or accessible or, or whatever and um, but yeah Tuesdays usually are my days off uh, I try to take a take another day off every once in a while and do you just totally
0: relax and just like you said turn off the
1: yeah um I mean we do whatever the baby wants to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Go to the zoo or go to the park or, yeah. or, yeah. or whatever. And, and yeah.
2: Yeah, which is do, nice.
1: Do you like to go out to eat?
2: Do you ever go to another restaurant?
1: Um, yeah, I try to. Where, uh, where do you like to go? So, actually, on the way over here, um, I went to uh, Beacon Hill Deli uh, down on Blanco. Yeah. Um, in Beacon Hill, of mm-hmm. course. Um, and they. They're doing amazing things over there as well. That's that's um, in
2: between where Julia's and Sohill Hill is. Uh, mm-hmm. We've had uh, Jean Francois yes as uh, as a guest on this podcast. Uh-huh. And so that whole little area between.
1: is doing doing cool things down there. Yeah,
2: so. I think he told me that it was some customers of his that wanted mm-hmm. to open it, so he let them know that place was open, and huh. so
1: they they rented it. That's a that's a really cool story. Yeah. I don't know. I'm there was a Chinese restaurant there before that, and mm-hmm. um. I'm glad that they're there now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's
2: good. Yeah, yeah, yeah but you're right. I, I I've noticed that that section of Blanco. I mean, that's where Chris Madrid is. That's where Blanco Cafe is. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of really good restaurants. That, in fact, where So Hill is used to be, Casper's. Uh, yeah, you know. So yeah, it's just that's
1: it's it's in the air in that area is mm-hmm. to have good restaurants. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't expect it. I don't. Think, I mean, it's yeah. it's kind of unexpected to have have you. a couple of places like that in in there but um yeah jf is doing amazing things over there as well he sure is mm-hmm. he sure is that's a great that's a great place so all right yeah so um
2: but not in particular you probably don't go out to eat a lot i mean you know are you the are you the guy like on the bear or are
1: you the chef that's going home and eating a cold bologna sandwich just watching tv <laughs> uh i do that sometimes um i'll you know i'll cook at home sometimes or my wife cooks a lot um i yeah like, i do un- unplug a lot when i go home I'm yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. No, <laughs> uh-huh. That's a good thing. I, Yeah, you need that. You mm-hmm. need the balance.
2: Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, where do you see in, in the future? I haven't. I don't remember if Mike and Kerry uh, Serenos, the owners of Dos Serenos, talked about adding any other
1: location. I don't think so. Uh, you know, it's it's come up in conversation, and, mm-hmm. and I don't know how far along in figuring all that out we are. Um, we're ready. But I don't know <laughs> mentally. I think, or actually, I don't know if we're ready or not. <laughs> I'm, I'm speaking. I, you know, for me, I'm, I'm ready mentally, right? Mm-hmm. But it, it, there has to be a ton of factors in there, and I sure. know that, that Mike is careful with his decision making, and um, I don't know that we would do anything unless it was the right decision to make. But um, I know that we've talked about it, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, I think that's that's about as far as that's gotten. Yeah, guys. I mean, Carrie pretty much is on the floor every day all day and there's
2: only one of her <laughs> mm-hmm. and there's only one of you in the kitchen so yeah. it would be hard to yeah to do yeah, that yeah we mean, would have to be able to,
1: to divide divide and conquer that way and mm-hmm. you know make sure that we had the right group of people taking care yeah. of Yeah. And Duster
0: is a good is a big space. I mean mm-hmm. it's a big dining room and yeah. a big patio so you, it yeah. it's yeah.
1: Yeah. But I mean also more space means more beer. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, you know, right. and the more beer that we can make for people, the, you know, the better it is, yep. you know, the, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. so it's, uh, yeah, it's a it's definitely a thought, but I don't I don't know exactly where we're at on that. Yeah, but.
0: it's a it's a cool space. I mean, I I know that um, any time I've ever gone and anybody we've ever recommended go, um, it's just a really great vibe. You know, very mm-hmm. you know laid back, and everybody's friendly and happy, and it's we just have, a, it's just a good vibe.
1: We have a really awesome core group of people that we know, you know, <laughs> we mm-hmm. see on a weekly or or almost daily basis. And, yeah, you know, um, and we have our. You know we have our own club the poseidon club yes. um and so that also uh helps out with that because i mean we have people that they'll come by and they'll get their their poor mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. every day or every other day or whatever if they right. live in the neighborhood i mean there's apartments and condos all in that area yeah. so um right. yeah we're definitely friends with the neighborhood mm-hmm. and um see a lot of those faces a lot so
0: sure yeah. yeah, and also, if you if you haven't been, um, they have these amazing flights where you can kind of pick and choose. Mm-hmm. Um, and typically, everybody's so helpful and, you know, they kind of have get an understanding mm-hmm. of what you like and that kind of thing. And they're really good about helping you to. Yeah, it's a it's a great
1: way to kind of figure taste. out what you like. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, some one of our knowledgeable staff members will help you make the right choices mm-hmm. and get yeah. you things that you like. Sure. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. So just to kind of paint the picture, when you walk in, it's a long big dining room uh, got the bar on one side that has all 20 taps mm-hmm. and then there's a really nice patio off to the right mm-hmm. you go outside it's a covered patio plus part of it's open too mm-hmm. it? and part of it open part of it closed we
1: have sunshades over, over the, the picnic tables out there uh, and, okay.
2: so. yeah. and a, a lot of times there's live music uh, usually Friday and Saturday nights okay uh-huh. what time does that because I know that that is usually 6-7 o'clock somewhere in there Starts around uh, six or yeah. seven. Okay. and so
1: we, we close it at Ten mm-hmm. every night. Uh, Sundays we close at eight, so um, it's not a wild bar scene. It's uh, you know, I I take my baby. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm, glad, <laughs> I'm glad you very, said that. Very yeah, friendly, family right. friendly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have definitely on the been patio. With a lot
2: of children. We've we've done several parties there, and mm-hmm. children are there, and yeah. and it's not yeah, it's absolutely family friendly. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, we I did. I think I did Mother's Day there. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah yes, you did. and brought the entire family. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. We everybody loved it. And it was such a good time. Um, but yeah, I mean, your food is just it. It really, really, again, uh, and, I, and I'll I'll mention this again. You know, if you haven't yet, go take a look at the menu because I promise you. I mean, I know that when I looked at the menu, I was just like,
1: it's I, I, it's not what you would typically expect from a brewery, exactly, right? Yes. And and I get that. And, it's creative, and, and sometimes we get people that are showing up to a brewery that are expecting brewery food, and then they're like, oh wow, you know, it's a pleasant surprise, oh, but good. it's definitely yeah, yeah. a surprise. Yeah, uh, you know, we we don't have. Chips and queso, or things mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. and that uh, you know that, that's been a disappointment to some people sometimes. But I'm like, we have all these other great things. So. <laughs> yeah, it's a
0: great menu.
2: <laughs> yeah, I can't.
1: I can't imagine being
2: disappointed with that menu. There's nothing on there to, to disappoint. Well, Dos Serenos is is a really cool place, and Jared, you're a, a really cool chef, and you have great imagination. You put out some great food. Mm-hmm. As we mentioned earlier, most of the food has some type of beer in mm-hmm. it. Not going to get you drunk. Kids can eat that, oh, too. Oh, yeah. It's all cooked <laughs> it's out. It's all cooked mm-hmm. out. Uh, just something that uh, to use up the product and, and, and the to flavor. add the flavor to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's really cool. And Dos Serenos is a 231 East Savallos. They are a gold restaurant. They yes. have some great perks. Mm-hmm. And so if you're a gold member, you can look at uh, your, your gold club directory and see all the good stuff that Dos Serenos has. Well, Jared, thanks for being with us yeah, today. thank you. Time so much. flies, doesn't it?
1: It's yeah, already, it's, absolutely. Yeah, we've already been on for forty minutes. So, in terms of those uh, the gold member benefits, yes. we're yes. actually looking at changing those soon too. So I think so. Yes. We talked um, about doing yeah, that. yes. So uh, something worth checking out here soon. All yeah, right. Sure. See what Excited else we can
2: so.
0: Yeah. So keep so keep looking and, and get out
1: <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. That's exciting
2: Big news. All right. Well, Jared, thank you so much. All right. Thank you, guys. So, Susie, we will be back again. We
0: will. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank
2: thanks for, you. Guys, so guys much. thanks for listening to The More You Know, The Better It Tastes. Yes, and
0: head out to Dos Serenos. <laughs>
2: there you go. go. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you later then. See you next week, guys. Bye, everyone.
1: Bye. Bye.